Welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. Welcome to all the listeners. I hope that 2023 is treating you well so far. In this podcast episode, I want to raise your consideration on the topic of semi-hollow instruments, both guitar and bass. We're all accustomed to the solid body, and as a generalization, all know what an acoustic model is. Many acoustics now come from the factory with built-in pickup systems, most often piezo types, but sometimes a pickup system that's a lot better. The bridge, if you will, between the solid body and the true acoustic might just be the semi-hollow body electric. There are, of course, true hollow body electric instruments. They look like big-bodied instruments, often in the jazz guitar style, but with pickups. They can be glorious to play, but in that hollow body build with pickups grows the potential to release the feedback monster. A well-known true hollow body guitar is the Epiphone Casino, made famous by John Lennon and also played by Paul McCartney. A wonderful guitar to be sure, but I can tell you firsthand that if I'm playing mine and I whisper the word Marshall, the feedback hounds are released. Players wanted the acoustic resonance of the hollow body with the feedback resistance of the solid body, and thus exists the semi-hollow body instrument. Many options have existed since the 1950s, possibly starting with some Gretsch models, but I'm not certain that Gretsch was actually the first maker to produce a commercial release. Also well known is the Gibson ES-335 the follow-on to the Gibson ES-330. In Gibson parlance, ES stands for Electric Spanish, an electrified sort of acoustic guitar. From the deeper-bodied Super 400, such as played by Scotty Moore with Elvis Presley, and the ES-175, known to be played by jazz guitars like Lee Rittenauer, players wanted that kind of tone, but in a thinner body and that is where the ES-300 series comes from. Many companies today produce semi-hollow body guitars and basses. Guitars are prevalent. Gibson still makes their ES-335, ES-345, and out of the custom shop, the ES-355. Gretsch has a number of semi-hollow bodies. PRS also makes semi-hollow bodies both in their core line and in the SE line. Fender had one called the Starcaster, now made in the Squire line. Today's guitar players have many options. Bassists, unfortunately, have fewer choices, but they are out there. Reverend has their Dub King, and Ibanez produces the AGB 200. Guild still makes the Starfire 2 basses, which, while sometimes hard to find, are amazing sounding. You may even find a used Fender Coronado from the 70s out there. Another semi-hollow bass to check out is the currently available Epiphone Jack Cassidy Signature. What makes the semi-hollow body successful is that it has a true acoustic tone that is brought to us by the construction. Air is vibrating inside the body, but there's a tone block, typically down the center, that keeps the interior from being a complete acoustic platform. While the acoustic tone is weak compared to a true acoustic, it is highly complementary to the sound that the pickups collect. 
while the pickups are absolutely dominated by the movement of the strings over the magnets, all pickups are to some extent microphonic, and so pick up, if you will, the acoustic resonance of the semi-hollow design. This tends to provide a rounder bottom end and also rounds over the high treble that on some solid bodies can get very ice pick in the ear hole. Lots of famous artists have used a semi-hollow body instrument. Eric Clapton is known for using an ES-335. Ted Nugent used to play Gibson Birdlands, a very wide-bodied but narrow semi-hollow. Perhaps the best-known semi-hollow player is Mr. 335 himself, Larry Carlton. Mr. Carlton played on hundreds of songs and now has his own signature line of guitars from Sire. I recently did a comparison of the Sire Larry Carlton semi-hollow body with the Epiphone inspired by Gibson 335, and, in my opinion, the Sire fared brilliantly. If you want to read that review, you can find it on the That Guitar Lover website. Semi-hollow bodies are also available with different pickups. While the humbucker is most common, there are models using the P90 single coils, and there are examples from the 1960s that used Fender-style single coil pickups. Even plugged into an amp with native overdrive, a semi-hollow body has a unique sound. While they are awesome into clean amps, don't think for a moment that you can't use them into a driven amp. I recently did a comparison that, I have to admit, was inspired by Mick and Dan from That Pedal Show. Into an early 2000s Marshall Silver 2500, I played a 1963 SG reissue, my R9 Les Paul, and my mid-90s 335. I tell you up front that I changed the pickups in both the SG and the 335 because I did not like the sound of those guitars in any amp produced by the factory Gibson pickups. In the SG, I had installed a set of Seymour Duncan Antiquities, and it now sounds like a proper SG from the early 60s. The ES-335 has had a set of Lawler Imperials installed to replace the original pickups that, to my ear, sounded like cat turd on emery paper. The Imperials are a wonderful pickup set and really bring that 335 right to the front of the list. Even though I am not using the factory pickups in two of the three guitars in my comparison, all three guitars sound great on their own. But when I compared them, into that Marshall with the gain set at about 5.5 and, and the volume at 5, so really loud, each had their own unique and pleasing sound. The SG had raunch with some nice brightness on top. The R9 sounded like every great Les Paul in a Marshall stack should sound. And the 335 had the R9 sound, but rounder and smoother, particularly in the neck position with the tone rolled off, achieving what the pundits like to call Clapton's woman tone, whatever that's supposed to mean. At present, I don't have a semi-hollow bass, but I'm always looking for a good used Starfire 1 or a Fender Coronado. I like the Reverend, based on a very short play in a shop while I was traveling, but they're kind of hard to find in Canada. Probably easiest to find, and the least expensive if you're looking this way, will be the Epiphone signature Jack Cassidy. I hope that this episode has generated some interest in semi-hollow bodies 
and always feel free to send an email or post a comment. I read and respond to all. As always, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the articles and the podcast so you get notified when a new one is posted. Until next time, I'm Ross Chevalier, and I wish you peace. Thank you.